Hey kids, can you guess what time it is? Movie time. Time to eat. I see a Bible and a donut. Yay! Devotions. That's right. Let's learn about God and spend some time in His Word. Welcome kids to Donuts and Devos, where God sprinkles His love on us and feeds our faith. Jesus will lead us and teach us. He will lead us to peace. We are the children that He loves. Jesus teaches to be just like you. Your words are true, so with Donuts and Devos, lead us to peace. With Donuts and Devos, with Donuts and Devos. Donuts and Devos lead us to Hi there, and welcome back to Donuts and Devos, where we get connected to Jesus through God's Word. I'm Mary Faith, and I'm joined by my favorite little guests. Hi, and Pastor Glaze, who helps us to explore God's Word, learn more about God's teachings, and to help us understand what His Word means for our lives. Now, a quick pre-test before we begin: Does anyone remember the names of the Canaanite tribes that we talked about last week? Um. Oh, what's the song? Oh, uh, do you remember the song? I do, I do. The Canaanites, the Hittites, the Hivites, the Parasites, the Gergesites, the Amorites, and the Jebusites. <laughs> Good job! I was wondering if you'd be able to remember that catchy song. That song was Last Devotion, episode 83, and it was a fun episode, I think, wasn't it? Was it fun to learn them? Yeah, it really was. And now when you hear the names in our readings, you'll be able to recognize them. So what are we going to learn about today? Well, our readings come from Joshua chapter 4, and we'll be reading select verses. The Israelites crossed the Jordan River by God's miraculous hand. He parted the water once again for them, remember that? And to mark such a momentous event, Joshua commands 12 men to create a memorial by the river. So let's pray and then get right to our readings. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thy is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Our reading today comes from Joshua chapter 4, verses 1 through 8, 11 through 14, and 19 through 24. When all the nation had finished passing over the Jordan, the Lord said to Joshua, Take twelve men from the people, from each tribe a man, and command them, saying, Take twelve stones from here out of the midst of the Jordan, from the very place where the priests' feet stood firmly, and bring them over with you, and lay them down in the place where you lodge tonight. Then Joshua called the twelve men from the people of Israel, whom he had appointed a man from each tribe. And Joshua said to them, Pass on before the ark of the Lord your God into the midst of the Jordan, and take up each of you a stone upon his shoulder, 
according to the number of the tribes of the people of Israel, that this may be a sign among you. When your children ask in time to come, what do these stones mean to you? Then you shall tell them that the waters of the Jordan were cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. When it passed over the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. So these stones shall be to the people of Israel a memorial forever. And the people of Israel did just as Joshua commanded, and took up twelve stones out of the midst of the Jordan, according to the number of the tribes of the people of Israel, just as the Lord told Joshua. And they carried them over with them to the place where they lodged and laid them down there. And when all the people had finished passing over, the ark of the Lord and the priests passed over before the people. The sons of Reuben and the sons of Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh passed over armed before the people of Israel as Moses had told them. About 40,000 ready for war passed over before the Lord for battle to the plains of Jericho. On that day, the Lord exalted Joshua in the sight of all Israel, and they stood in awe of him, just as they had stood in awe of Moses all the days of his life. The people came up out of the Jordan on the tenth day of the first month, and they encamped at Gilgal on the east border of Jericho. And those twelve stones which they took out of the Jordan, Joshua set up at Gilgal. And he said to the people of Israel, When your children ask their fathers in time to come, what do these stones mean? Then you shall let your children know. Israel passed over this Jordan on dry ground. For the Lord your God dried up the waters of the Jordan for you until you passed over, as the Lord your God did to the Red Sea, which he dried up for us until we passed over, so that all the peoples of the earth may know that the hand of the Lord is mighty, that you may fear the Lord your God forever. In our Bible reading today, the Lord, through Joshua, commanded the people to put up a monument, a memorial, a sign for the people of Israel. Did you know that many countries in our world have lots of monuments and memorials? What is a memorial? What kind of memorials? Well, in St. Louis, Missouri, there's a big arch that stands on the banks of the Mississippi River. That was built to commemorate the westward expansion of the United States. The Taj Mahal is a very large monument building in India, built by an emperor to remind everyone of his wife who died during childbirth in 1631. And the Great Pyramid of Gaza is also a famous monument, built to remind all people of the great pharaohs of ancient Egypt. There are also a lot of World War I and World War II memorials in many countries, since those wars affected people all over the world. Back in our country, we have many memorials in our capital, Washington, D.C. The tall Washington Monument, the Jefferson Memorial, the Lincoln Memorial, the Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial, the Vietnam Veterans Memorial, and other war memorials. Hey, we have a memorial in our town, don't we? You're right. Large stones with names of people in our area who served our country in the wars of our nations. We also have a statue of a Civil War soldier. These stones help us remember people's sacrifices and what they did for freedoms that we have in our country. In our Bible reading, Joshua commanded the Israelites to take 12 stones from the Jordan River and set them up as a memorial. What do those stones mean? 
Well, let me ask you a question first. Why did Joshua tell them to take 12 stones? One stone for each of the 12 tribes of Israel? You're right. That was an easy one. Now try this one. What did God promise he would give to the 12 tribes of Israel if they listened to him and obeyed him? The promised land. The 12 stones which Joshua had the people take from the Jordan River, he set up at Gilgal. These stones were a memorial for the people. Anyone who traveled to Gilgal would see these stones and remember. Kids who didn't know would ask their parents, what does this mean? And parents would then start to teach their children the history from the monument. The next time the children saw the monument, what do you think they would have said? Look, there's the 12 stones from the Jordan River. Those 12 stones at Gilgal are part of Israel's history. God's people were to never forget that not only did God promise them the land and deliver them through 40 years of wilderness wanderings, but he also brought them into the promised land by cutting off the water of the Jordan. Even though their history has both good events and bad events, it was yet another reminder that God keeps his promises. You know, I wonder, are there stones still there today at Gilgal? It's very possible. In fact, I did once, recently actually, hear a Jewish tour guide show and tell of some rocks in the area of Gilgal, which he said were those 12 stones. I'm sure the stones he pointed to don't look exactly like they did way back 3,000 or so years ago. Probably not. Uh, but the reason for the memorial stones is the same. The tour guide said they were a reminder to all people, especially those related to the Israelites, of their origins. They were a reminder of where they became a people with their own land in the promised land. It's good to be reminded of our history so that we don't forget. Everything God has done in the past for his people, he also has done for you, especially sending his own son, Jesus Christ. Hey, there's another great question. What does the cross remind you of? Jesus' death and resurrection. That's right. And also what else? Wait, I remember this. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Hey, great memory, kid! And I think it's time to pray. So let's not forget to do that. Today our prayer is going to be from some of the Psalms of the Old Testament. Many of the Psalms talk about remembering what the Lord has said and done for us. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Dear Heavenly Father, Lead me in your truth and teach me. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. For you are the God of my salvation. Remember your mercy, O Lord. Remember your mercy, O Lord. And your steadfast love. And your steadfast love. For they have been from of old. For they have been from of old. May your name be remembered. May your name be remembered. In all generations. In all generations. So that nations will praise you. So that nations will praise you. Forever and ever. Forever and ever. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
In our devotion, there was one word that we kept saying: the reason the twelve men took stones and brought them with them to Gilgal. What were they making with those stones? A miracle. A miracle? Not quite a miracle. A memorial. Hey, I go a memorial exactly, and that is our faith word of the day because it's so important. It was important to the Israelites back then, and memorials are important to us even today. Like we mentioned earlier, there are memorials here in our own town. What do these mean to you? Memorials and monuments remind me of the important work and service people have done for our country. Sometimes I even think about the ideas and values and things they did, which changed history. Each time I walk by the memorial stones in our town, I remember in my mind what I have learned about the wars and actions of our military, the people who served, and our veterans. I also give thanks to God and pray we don't make the same mistakes that happened in history, but learn to do better. You know, if I didn't see the memorials, I might not remember these things so often. It does help. To see things to remember them, just like Pastor Glay said, those stones at Gilgal were a reminder to the people about everything that had happened and God's deliverance and love for them. If we don't remember the past, we'll forget our history, and that's what the Israelites didn't want for their children. They needed their children to remember what God had done. All that happened in the past, both good and bad events, have made it possible for us to be here and alive today. Monuments and memorials help us to never forget our past and the many people who we can give thanks to God for His protection and provision throughout history. Wow, you think of all that from a few stones and statues? <laughs> well, not just any stones, memorial stones. And someday, as you children learn more history, I hope you will think about all that too. Throughout all the latest events the Israelites had experienced—the spying, the crossing of the Jordan, and now building a memorial—it's also important to remember that God was with them, directing the people through Joshua. The Bible tells us a number of times that God was with Joshua. God had chosen Joshua, and now, as the Israelites prepared to move in to take over the land, which will cause fighting and wars, right? Precisely. Amidst these war preparations, God makes it a point to remind the people that Joshua was the chosen leader. Joshua chapter four verse fourteen says, "On that day, the Lord exalted Joshua in the sight of all Israel." God saw to it that Joshua received the proper respect as the Israelites' leader, and in the second part of this verse, we see that the people stood in awe of Joshua. God fulfilled His promise and exalted him before all the people. Let's memorize this verse to our tune with Miss Baker.
together. On that day, the Lord exalted Joshua in the sight of Israel. On that day, the Lord exalted Joshua. Another wonderful reminder about how God keeps his promises always. Let's finish up with the doxology. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise him all creatures here below. Praise him above the heavenly And that's it for today. Thank you so much for joining us. And we hope that you are joining us every Wednesday as we release a new devotion right here on Donuts and Devos. If you'd like to support our devotions, you can do so by going to buymeacoffee.com forward slash Donuts and Devos. And if you'd like to share with others, please do so, especially on your media pages. You can find us on Facebook and get the latest news from our podcast. We have a group called Donuts and Devos, a podcast for kids. And we would love your help in spreading the word that Donuts and Devos exist to help kids, families, churches, anybody that listens to hear God's word and grow in faith together. As a busy mom, I know exactly what it is to scramble around trying to find ways to bring God's word into our family and into our routine. And we hope and pray that Donuts and Devos can do just that for you and your family. I'm Mary Faith, and you've been listening to Donuts and Devos, where we connect kids to Christ and fill them with joy and Jesus' peace. Bye, kids. See you next time. <laughs>